coming up in just a moment on 2020. I've got a premiere. It's a new song from someone we haven't really heard much from in a couple of years. Pretty much the last time we heard from her was when she dropped this. She put out her second EP just over two years ago and this was one of the main songs from it. Greta Ray has been working pretty hard behind the scenes though. She's got a really interesting new song. It's all I ever have known Wanting you back to the bone By your love I was thrown Since the moment you got me alone It's set us in stone Yeah, it's, it's different, isn't it? She's basically, I mean, that production is a lot darker. The rhythms are different. It's uh, sounding like a new Greta Ray on the scene with that new single, Passion. 2020, the world of new music. Greta Ray, good to talk to you again and welcome back to the music scene. How are you? Thank you very much. I am very good. Listen, it's been a little bit, I mean, obviously we've got a brand new song which we've already premiered this evening on Triple J. We're going to talk to you about that. But it's been a little bit quiet on the Greta Ray front. We haven't sort of heard much from you over the last sort of 18 months to even two years. So yeah. so what's been happening? I, I, I gather I kind of know what's been happening this year. But gen- <laughs> generally, how, how have you been? Yeah, um, it's been an interesting two years. Um, I mean, obviously, yes, this year was not exactly what we were expecting it to be, but I know that everyone is in that boat. But um, yeah, I guess I haven't really done a lot in terms of releasing new music over the past little while. And I think that, well, that was mainly due to the fact that I think we had a very exciting year in 2016 Um, and there was, you know, a lot of music that came out quite quickly. I had an EP come out at the beginning of that year and then a song called Drive and then Unwind and I was still in school and there was a lot going on. Um, And I think I also, you know, released another EP after that and I think I just needed some time to work on my writing a little bit because I guess what came with all of that excitement was the realisation that because I was writing everything on my own, and I had a very particular process. I wasn't actually getting a lot of content. Like I wasn't writing song after song after song and actually practicing my writing. I was obsessed with trying to one-up myself with the next song. So I didn't actually give myself any room to just practice being a songwriter or collaborate with other people or experiment or write in a different genre or any of those things. So I actually needed to kind of go away for a while and just work a little bit more on getting comfortable with you know, creating a lot of music and hopefully as a result, strengthening my writing. Yeah, okay. So what was the first step after you put out that second EP then, which was the last time we spoke to you? This was kind of like towards the second half of 2018. What was the first step? Was it sort of collaborating with someone instantly? Um, Not instantly, but I think it was around the beginning of, oh, you know what? It was actually going to an APRA song hubs in Nashville that was one of my first experiences of co-writing. Um, so I went to this yeah, songwriting camp for five days and worked with all these other writers, a lot of them who were in my age group, which was something that I hadn't really experienced before. I think because I got into the industry quite young, I was used to working with people who were quite a bit older than me. That aside from my friend Gab, Japanese wallpaper, I was in that band for a while when I was in high school. But aside from that experience, like a lot of my collaborators were a lot older. 
which was great, but it was really awesome to get behind the scenes and find all of my peers who were working so hard and they're so talented and inspiring. And I made a lot of friends and kind of found this whole new community um, in songwriting. So that was a really exciting week for me. And it kind of just opened my eyes a bit in terms of, you know, how hard I wanted to work and how much I wanted to stretch and like push myself with my writing and become a better writer. And then I guess from that point forward, when it came to writing new music for my project and getting some more songs together, um, I was mainly co-writing with lots of different producers. I was like throwing paint at the wall and seeing what stuck basically. Uh, were you nervous at all sort of, you know, showing your craft and getting together with people, especially if you weren't sort of, you know, close friends with them? Did it make you nervous at all? Oh yeah, 100%. I just imagined that I was going to hate co-writing. I think because, you know, and this is now, like, I think this is so silly, but um, initially I just thought, oh, well, how's that going to work if the songs that I'm writing are so personal? And how's that going to work if I'm so obsessive about my craft? But you soon recognize that like everybody else is pretty much or like the people that you will collaborate best with work in a similar way to you. Um, And so that wasn't an issue at all. I was still able to take in all of those personal stories. And if anything, working on those songs with other people just fast track the process of actually getting them out of my system because you know they you don't question yourself as much when you're in a room with other writers you come out with an idea and you know someone else in the room could be like that's great or maybe we'll tweak it a little bit or you know you just kind of get your answers quicker because i think you know it is a big thing in songwriting when you're doing it alone you do question yourself a lot because you want to make it the best thing possible you want to work yourself as hard as you can but having those other voices is really validating. Um, and yeah, I guess also they offer their own different ideas, which you might've never thought of before. And you get to kind of pick their brains with like, yeah, their writing tendencies as well. So yeah. yeah. It also sounds like you are incredibly open to it as well. I mean, if you went in with a bit of a closed mind, you wouldn't have got anything from those sessions. That's true. Yes. I think that in those writing rooms, like there's definitely, like I do really know what I want to get out of the song. Um, and I have a really strong idea for what kind of emotions I want the songs to convey. But I think what is so kind of mind blowing about co-writing rooms is there is this instant trust among your collaborators, you know, like once you kind of, you can go in, you can be like, hi, nice to meet you. Here's my life story. You know, like I worked with this producer, Dylan Nash, um, over the past 18 months, I've had a couple of sessions with him and, you know, we've had some like really awesome sessions, but I remember one session and it would have only been like maybe the third or fourth time that I worked with him. Like the first thing that I did when I got into the studio was burst into tears. If you like, think, and then we ended up writing this really sad song about what I was upset about, but you know, that kind of trust and just him kind of holding the space for me to be able to express myself is really, really special. And it means that you get these beautiful, vulnerable songs because of that trust that's there. Well, it sounds like it's been very prolific time. See, it's funny, isn't it? Food for us, Greta Ray, has been a very quiet name on the music front, but behind the scenes, you've been working very hard. <laughs> yes, no, I absolutely have. And I really hope that it's going to result in new music that people really love. Okay, well, the first taste of new music to come is uh, a track called Passion, which we played for the very first time on the radio about an hour or so ago. Now, tell us about Passion. 
Passion is a song that I wrote with Kieran Daniel, um, another one of the producers that I have worked with quite a bit over the last 18 months. Um, and we were in a period of time where him and I were working on a lot of songs at once. Um, we'd just gotten into a real flow with our collaborative style and we I was going over to his studio apartment a lot and we would just chip away at whatever we felt like working on that day. Um, and Passion was an interesting one because for the most part, it's in 7-4, which I think him and I were quite obsessed with trying to nail the idea of creating a catchy, like hooky pop song that was in an unusual time signature. And it still felt comfortable and it still felt like you could very comfortably move to it and, you know, get into it. Um, and so that was a really fun challenge for me just because you have to be able to craft the right melodies that are going to sit comfortably in that time signature, I guess. The chorus of this song came to me pretty much immediately. We started writing this on an acoustic guitar and then we like realized <laughs> that it sounded a little bit too much like um, Africa. like when it was strummed on an acoustic guitar. And so we were like, okay, we have to try and change the vibe of this a little bit. Um, and yeah, and then we kind of got it into this really moody kind of darker place production wise. And it ended up like sonically, I feel like it sounds quite different to anything that I've done before. So it was just a really fun, experimental, challenging, um, yeah, experience to write this song. And um, I also feel like that, I've written a lot of songs and shown people a lot of songs that are kind of based on the idea of the all-consuming nature of romantic relationships. But all of those songs I wrote when I was like 18, 19 or something. And I feel like this is, you know, a similar concept, but it's kind of dialed up a notch. And I'm really excited for people to hear my approach on that same topic. But, you know, I'm 22 now, so the music's <laughs> a little bit different. I'm coming to learn of the that comes with going head first into love like this Just look at me now Caught up in the heat you admit is you Walk in a room, you know that you do I knew it from the minute that we met You were a depiction of both a dream and a danger somehow We never had doubts but we waited out Giving into the fire it's kind of like forbidden fruit that the the lyrics in that song isn't it yeah i guess so <laughs> um it's so interesting i feel like you know as i mentioned earlier like this is a concept that i feel like every writer tries to tackle and we'll come up with a slightly different approach each time. Um, and you know, when I compare it to a song of mine, like Drive, in terms of how I was very much writing about like unrequited love at that point, you know, it's very interesting the terminology and how it changes and how like your own experiences in your life change how you write about love.
were talking a couple of years ago when we actually got the premiere Radio Silence. We were talking at the time about, you know, whether you you draw a lot from personal experience and you said that basically every songwriter does <laughs> and they just sort of, you know, take it from there. So was passion born from a moment from your life? It absolutely was. I guess what's interesting about this being the first thing that I'm showing people in a while is that it's not quite in line with, I think, what people might expect from my music um, narrative-wise, because this is much more, to me, this is much more conceptual. And the songs that, you know, there'll be more music to come in the new year. And I think that a lot of those songs are much more narrative-based and it's easier to kind of paint a picture and, and tell a story. And that's hugely important to me. But I think because of the nature of how Kieran and I wrote this song, because we were so conscious of nailing the melodies with the time signature and making it feel really fun, but also really different and a pop song, but with a little bit more you know, authentic to my sound and all of those different challenges. I think that, you know, interestingly, the idea of a specific narrative that was coming from my life took a little bit of a backseat. But at the same time, with passion, I think that it kind of sets the tone for new music that is to come from me, because I really wanted to boldly say to people that like, I'm quite passionate person like in my romantic relationship sure but also in my work in my songwriting in my friendships and I think that the new music that is to come all of you know my new songs really have that element to them and I think we've gone a lot deeper with the narratives that we've been able to write about yeah so I think that all of this time that I've been spending uh writing new music has meant that the stories and the songs are a lot deeper. So I can't wait for people to hear more. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, judging off that track as well, it's really, it's a nice sonic adventure for you. It's a different step. And it was like, wow, okay, this is really different. I'm hearing something which I haven't heard from Greta Ray before. There is one more new song that's around at the moment, which I actually want to play in full as well, to say goodbye with. And that's the collaboration with Japanese Wallpaper. Now, this is a beautiful song. I can't believe you've just kind of whacked this out and gone, oh yeah, here's a new song with Japanese Wallpaper. <laughs> but look over here, here's Passion. This is a really good song. Tell us the story of this collaboration with, with Gab. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's so crazy. I was just his biggest fan when I was in like year 11 or something. And then I ended up, we've told this story a few times and it's still hilarious to us because I ended up messaging him on SoundCloud. Like that's my introduction to him. And I was like, how do you balance school and music? And I really fangirled and it's so awkward. But then we ended up meeting at a gig and becoming really good friends. And then I was in year 12 at the time. And he was like, hey, you know, I need a keyboard player and a backing vocalist for my tour. Do you want to come? And I was like, that's my dream. Please, can I go? And so we played a bunch of shows together. And, you know, that year was just hectic. Like I really was in a hotel writing literature essays and then like going to sound check, coming back, continuing the essay walking to the venue and playing the show to 500 people. Like it was so surreal and weird, but it was such an amazing opportunity for me. And in terms of like collaborating and actually writing music together, there have been a few times that we've kind of tried to do that. But, you know, when we were in lockdown, I just, we, he started sending me these instrumental loops and I've just gotten so into top lining and now I'm so comfortable with it because I've, I've done it so much over the past 18 months that you know, the songs were coming quite quickly to me. So I would record all the vocals and then send him all the stems. And then we'd jump on Zoom and I would just like watch him build the track and just produce it before my eyes. And he's so, he has such incredible instinct. 
he just gets it. Like he just gets my sound and he's so efficient. And, you know, he just creates these beautiful tracks that are so cinematic and I'm just, yeah, he's so good. So it was a real privilege. We actually made a bunch of songs um, while we were in lockdown and it was just a real relief getting to create music so successfully with him after knowing each other for like four years. I know you miss salt water and aeroplane windows. No, you miss the way the world once kept you on your toes. You had your wheels in motion more often than not. It is odd. Sitting with the thought Do you spend most of summer Your nose to the grindstone Bringing childhood dreams to life Entirely on your own Can picture it so clearly That Sydney skyline Turns to gold in afternoon light You see it in hindsight Now you wake up to the same day Beautiful, isn't it? And that came out just a couple of weeks ago. So two new songs have been floating around in the last two weeks from Greta Ray. Greta Ray and Japanese Wallpaper there collaborating on a song called Better. And uh, Greta Ray's new single, Passion, which you also heard in there, is going to be released on Tuesday as well. So she's back after a couple of years of basically being pretty quiet on the music scene. She's back with two new songs. She's going to be releasing a lot more new music next year and it's interesting where the direction lies ahead for her. All the new music worth checking out. This is 2020 with Richard Kingsmill.